Welcome to the podcast. If you're in Brisbane, if you're in Tasmania, if you're in Mexico, maybe. Apparently, a lot of people are over in your your motherland. Okay, then. Well, hello to you, hmm. Scotland. Hi. Mm. Get the fuck if you're listening. <laughs> oh, you know what that means. Is that a good There's thing? There's a podcast, so <laughs> we can say that word. I, yeah. think, I think everyone knows what that means. <laughs> yeah. I don't think, I think just people from sure. Scotland. That was clear as <laughs> oh, day. Bless Scotland <laughs> thinks they own that. That's oh, we do. <laughs> we do. I'm I'm stoked that you're here because we had a pretty good show today. We had the oh. king. We had mm. King Wally Lewis on the show, and he. I think the the sports broadcaster metaphor count which just went off the chart. It was mm-hmm. brilliant. Yes, it was. Um, we went from one manly thing to another. Taylor from the band Hanson mm. was on the show for a chat. <laughs> um, and also, poor Stav is a victim I at am. his daughter's kindy. Yes, it's about time we got realised for the white, middle-class white males and the things we suffer on a day-to-day basis. <laughs> uh, it's all coming up. Stand by. <laughs> Does that hurt saying it? Is that just Middle-aged like... did. <laughs> middle-aged. It hurts saying middle-aged. Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Budget love. That is a really lovely new dress you're wearing today, Abby. I love the hood. It's very fashionable. I was having a bit of a moment this morning, and Manny's like, do you want a hug? I said, yes, please. And I gave him a hug. He goes, don't think I noticed that this hasn't been added to the the rotation. This is a new one. I said, don't think I don't know this is a new dress. And you went, no, it's not. And I said, it's not new in rotation. It's a brand new I didn't even want to get this one. I had to get it because it's a dress with a hood. Uh-huh. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good, right? Yeah, I love you. it. So yeah. if you're just joining the show for the first time and have no idea what we're talking about, um, Maddie has decided that Abby is spending far too much money out of her account and then coming in and complaining to us that she's got no money for the house renovations that she's trying to do at the moment. So he's taken her under his uh, wing and he is going to be doing her budget for her to make sure that she has some money left over at the end of the week. She believes that's for a slush fund for spending... <laughs> Uh, a bit, sort of ruining the whole okay. thing of what a no, budget we don't, is about. We, we have, don't have any money for a bathroom so at the moment. People so say, how are you qualified for this? I got my my wife and I out of 30 grand credit card debt. 30? Mm-hmm. Yes. Can't go back to New Zealand, yeah. but that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> and we did that in just over a year. So that we good. We put a budget in and yeah. we... Like, it was, did you have fun? It was, no, you? it was hard oh. work, but mm. now we're reaping the rewards. You didn't she, get smashed avocado, did you? That's right. She's not working because she's on maternity <laughs> leave. Yeah. Um, and we are able to live this Spend year. $10,000 on bikes. <laughs> exactly. Because of the work we've put in building up. Yes, right? nothing looks as good as Rich feels. Very good that quote. That was the first quote he Who told, told me. you that? It's the first quote you've remembered too, yes. so well done. So Maddie, Maddie told, told, me Maddie told yes. you that. And one. how's okay. it been going, Maddie? Have mm. you been given well, access to Abby's spending? I have, right? I'm trying to reel in the are spending. Are you horrified? I am mortified. Why? Yesterday. Is it like when you accidentally standard. click on a link on the internet and you go, I really shouldn't have watched yeah, that? Yeah, But I'll just watch two minutes. Okay, no. Let's talk through yesterday, right? <laughs> I know you were away for... Have you been paying attention? Yes, I was in Melbourne. I think Melbourne's a lot more expensive, right? I just moved here from there. It's not. Okay. $10 in the morning. Or a taxi. Why didn't you get a cab charge from the company well, that you're going I to feel, do work for? No, because I feel embarrassed asking. Don't. This Problem one. You feel like a cheap, a cheapo if it's only like... A, okay. Hey, who cares? Yeah. That, hey, they're making millions of dollars. Okay. They can, He's right. 10 bucks is all it's going to cost them. Okay, good point. $52 yep. at around about 10.40. Yeah, I paid for brunch. She's terrible for that. Well, How much no one did else you was eat? Going to, 
Oh, I ate a lot, so I felt like I had to pay because I got a I got a juice and I got who a, are you no, a latte no one else was and a big to. breakfast. And I what? I know who you went with. There's no way Tim was going to do a runner. No, but I felt bad. Tim ordered big, and then Adrian. How I think this is rude, actually. So these are the people you're at brunch. Yeah, with. we were going out for brunch. He ordered a tea. So this is the thing. Are these I said he had food? a big breakfast. Yeah, yeah. this Isn't is that the boss. Weird? That's, these are the bosses of our Melbourne radio station yes, who have a station credit card who know, should Maddie, have paid for this it. This is the problem. He always pays. So I ordered so big in the anticipation that he oh, would pay. Oh, I hate that. And I just kept going. I got like a, a little meal. I got, I got so much. And then he didn't bring out the credit card, the work credit don't, card, because he only got a tea. Don't you hate that when you go out to lunch with someone who always pays, so you go ballistic, <laughs> yeah. and yeah. then they yeah. don't offer it How does that feel when you go out for lunch with me, Stav, and I you always pay? let me pay. You, and then we have a fight at the checkout, like we're an old married couple, and then you and then you pay, and then the next day you're like, nope, that's another lunch on the old uh, register for you. Did I you, can't anymore. I haven't. Did you no, buy a bottle of wine at the airport? No, I bought it a glass. You could get the small one. I got the big one, the 250 one. For $18. Oh, yeah. What, guys, I wasn't happy with it either. Right. Okay. Well, you're you're up to eighty bucks already. Oh, am I? Uh, that, and that, I'm not even through all oh, of them. Damn. We don't have time no. to go through all of them. I've got right. a chicken salad. I'm going to cut hardly your, any I'm gonna chicken in it. Cut your cards up. So what I've decided to do, right? Mm. If I can't, if I can't convince you to not spend, I am trying. I I'm going to force am. it. I can force this. Mm. Where do you do most of your clothes shopping here in Brisbane? Why are you laughing? I, I always go to Carindale. Yeah. Because I got the carpet. It's very yeah. la yeah. I go to Carindale, don't you? Uh, I think what you meant I to say to was mm. you did go to Carindale. Yes. Oh. Yesterday I spent a very large portion of my day yeah, you did. On, what the, you on the website <laughs> mm-hmm. to that to that very shopping centre. Mm. And I rang every single shop. Yeah, you what did. do you mean? Every shop. Every shop. <laughs> Bar the food shops. Mm. The takeaways I rang, mm. not the groceries. And I said. Do not serve this lady. Here's just a small portion Who of did you some call? Oh, I like phone calls. Them all. Here's the, here we go. Oh my god. <laughs> Calling Bardo Carindale, you're speaking with Moana. But I'm just quickly ringing you to let you know, Abby from our show. Okay. She's on a budget this week. <laughs> yes. So if you see her come in, you're not allowed to serve her. Should I know what she looks like? I can send you through a picture. <laughs> okay. And then you just you're not allowed to serve her. It doesn't matter whether she pays cash, credit card, <laughs> she's on a budget, she's not allowed to buy anything. Any clothes, all right? Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you for calling Bras and Things Carindale. You're speaking with Carissa. So this is what's happening at the moment. Abby from The Breakfast Show, she's on a budget. Okay. She shops there. Okay. And she's not allowed to buy anything. <laughs> okay, sure. So let's do a quick role play. <laughs> Hello, I'd like to buy this bra, please. No, I don't think so. Why not? Because you're not allowed. Good morning, Country Road, Carindale. Leith speaking. Hi, Leith. My name's Maddie. I do the breakfast show on Hit 105. How are you? Oh, very good. Thanks, Maddie. Now, <laughs> my colleague, Abby, shops frequently in the uh, Westfield there. Yeah. And she is not allowed to purchase any clothes. Okay. So if you see her in your store, can, yes. you, can you politely ask her to leave? <laughs> I don't know if I could do that. It's for her own good. Is it for her own good? I'm trying to put her on the road to financial success. We would welcome Abby into our store. We would welcome her and we would help her. We don't want to tell her not to be here. Leith, don't be an enabler. Oh, Ah. work in fashion. How can I not enable women Uh. to shop? Just Karen Chelsea speaking. Hey, Chelsea. Just ringing about my colleague, Abby Coleman. 
Yeah. She is a frequent shopper in there. Yeah. So if you see her in your store, mm-hmm. can you call security and get her out of there? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Can do. She'll probably try and do is paying cash so I can't track it on her credit card because I'm in charge <laughs> yeah. of her finances this week. Just be mindful of that, okay? Right, I will. Now, also, I'm going to send you my phone number so you can ring me oh, and report uh, back oh, if you would like to. Okay. And if done. you can take a picture so I have photo evidence because she'll try to deny it and say it was some other blondie. But what was her name? Abby? Coleman. Can I have a last name? Coleman, okay. Yeah. She sometimes goes under the disguise of burden as well. <laughs> okay, I've got a photo here, so I'll know who to look out for. <laughs> <laughs> That's so dastardly. Did all... you call Q? Yep, called them all. Let's go to text from Abby. Hey, what are you doing tomorrow? I want to go to Carindale. <laughs> bring your credit card. Just before we wrap up, Maddie, can you bring in the photo that I uh, have in every shop in... Um... Give one to Abby. I got this off Google Images. This is the oh, photo yeah. that... Uh... Oh, on the internet. Oh, I don't want to talk about it. I've got to pay for the clothes somehow. <laughs> <laughs> it's Steph, Abby and Matt with Osher. Hit 105. Airport. So many uses. Uh, <laughs> really yeah, it's such a versatile song. It really really is. <laughs> hey, you might have seen in the news yesterday, there was a fair amount of chaos in airports all across Australia as the check-in system, well, it is a, apparently it's a global checking in system, oh. so of course chaos everywhere, uh, collapsed and people in Melbourne and Sydney were really affected. Even in Brisbane, uh, there were long delays at the international airport. They had to go old school. Mm. Pen and paper is mm. how they were checking people really? in. Yeah. Perfect time if you've got a fake passport to be getting through. That, of course you would have to think like that. And they also had the fog as well. So. Who's waiting? Hey, we're on! We're on! Get on the headphones! I was part of a very intricate uh, system Firing. yesterday of yeah, trying to. Yeah. They're the ones yeah. that put the system down. Uh, we very call it Cassie Sainsbury Day. Yeah, that uh, relies on the system crashing. <laughs> anyway, in amongst all the chaos, there was a glimmer of love as a couple known only as Steve and Kelly. Mm. Now they must have planned this in advance because they've got the whole. Um, they've got the gowns and the and everything and the best men and stuff. They decided to have their wedding at the international airport. Um, everything was there. They had, like, the carpet and stuff and one of those, what do you call those? An what? arch. An arch. They had an arch. Yeah. Wedding <laughs> planner in a past life. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like a real wedding because it was a real it wedding. It was a real wedding. And then they hopped on a plane and went straight away on their honeymoon. Um, so a bit of love at the airport. And joining us now is someone who actually caught the whole thing happening. Uh, and it's, her name's Leonie. She's a PR manager for Brisbane Airport. Leonie, was it beautiful? Was it, was it a lovely, lovely wedding? I'll set against the backdrop of fog across the tarmac mm-hmm. and the chaos at the check-in. It was spectacular. So is this, this isn't like some sort of PR stunt, though, is it? Because I just didn't know anyone got married at 8 a.m. on a Monday morning. <laughs> like, I have been asked that dozens of times if it was a stunt. We wish it was a stunt. Okay. It wasn't. It was true love. It was organised by the couple several weeks before and we were just really happy to um, help them pull it off. That is a couple that are very, very keen to get to the honeymoon. Mm. Yeah, and as, as someone that's recently planned a wedding, I mean, the idea that you've already got all the catering vendors there is uh, is very handy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, absolutely. Everything was there for them. They'd already checked in, so they actually missed the check-in debacle. Mm. Um, they got changed in Australia's best bathroom f- facilities, um, and they waved, waved goodbye to their family and friends and straight on to their honeymoon. So it's well, there a was, perfect location. There was no reception? It wasn't like, oh, what will you have, the sumo salad or the KFC? <laughs> <laughs> they actually did have a reception um, with the Botanist, which is a beautiful little cafe in the International Terminal, and some champagne 
and it all just went so smoothly. What a lovely and it, reception. Uh, Can you imagine that reception? And you're just there and you're just all drinking and saying, what a lovely wedding. And then you get, Stephen Smith, your plane is waiting <laughs> for <laughs> you on Airport One. It's, if you never, could. it's never Stephen <laughs> no, Smith. No, it's always a name it's they all, can't it's pronounce. It's always some woman yeah, going, and you know, Mr... Sang Sang Wong to Mickey Wong? No, Sang Wong to Choo Choo. They never, they no, never, never always can. struggle And you know it. they're not coming because it's not their right, no, correct, no, correct no, name. They can't hear it. Uh, Leonie, uh, when it came to the gift registry, I mean, did uh, did Stephen Kelly go, look, I'll tell you what we want for our bread. We want a massive bag of M&Ms. Like, what mm. did they do? Uh, could you let could the people shop at the duty free for the gifts? Oh, uh, no, no. Unfortunately not. Um, but they, you know, they went straight down and enjoyed the terminal off to Bali and they have right. absolutely no idea there has been such global mm. interest in their fuss-free yeah, and right. um, thrifty wedding. Yeah, so it's, it's quite extraordinary. What's it cost? Oh, do you, like, do yeah, you, did charge, you charge? Oh, look, we, we hire out the venue for bar mitzvahs and 21sts and oh. no, no, we don't, we okay. don't charge. Oh. I was like, oh, wow, we're looking for Maddie's 30th. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, great. It was a, it was a lovely thing to hey, witness in a moment. Leonie, is that chaos. a possibility? No. We should have a party. Are you going to do parties in the future there? <laughs> oh, anything's a possibility. We're open yeah. to all sorts of suggestions. It's a beautiful terminal. Um, it's the first wedding within the terminal, um, yeah. and it, it went off really well. But take off. the funny thing is we, we, get, we get some strange requests at, at the airport, but I must mm. admit the wedding's the first. Um, but a lot of people have their ashes spread there as well. Oh, so wow. it's um, oh. a meaningful place for a lot of people, and go. we're happy to, um, Circle of life. Yeah, to oblige where we can. Well, well next you're going to be doing births. Yeah. <laughs> No, please no. Okay, just, just whereabouts right. do they spread the ashes? They don't just like flick them around the food court, do they? <laughs> no, no. We've we've got a big chunk of land out there, so uh, we sometimes we do it at the Kingsford Smith Memorial, and there have been times where it's been on the airfield for people who are, you know, connected to the aviation business or yeah. or um just avid travellers. So yeah. Yeah. plane right. spotters, yeah, plane spotters. Yes, getting, yes. Getting back to the names, I'll never forget. I was at the airport this last year, and the poor girl, and you could hear it. She was doing announcement. She goes, uh, "Mr. Stephen Smith, Mr. David Jones, and Mr. Bob." Titsenberger. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Bob Titsenberger. <laughs> I'm sorry. She couldn't do it. <laughs> nice one, Bob. Yes. Hey, Leonie uh, from Brisbane Airport, thank you so much for calling through with this true story of love this morning. My pleasure. Have a good day. All right, there we go. There is so many blokes around Brisbane who are going to go to their missus today and go, Dal, mm. it's free. Forget the 20 grand. We'll go straight yeah. away. What about an there? even lower scale? Hey, do you know how much I love buses? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Hey, do you want to win $10,000? Yes. Well, tomorrow you've got two chances. Ooh, okay. So you, the letters for tomorrow are going to be for the $10,000 for Alpha Bucks. Seven and eight mm. is... N for Nicaragua. For what? Nicaragua. It's a place. Or Niagara. That's also November. A place. November. That's November. A month. November. There you go. And N for nipples. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the other one is H or H for Harry. Hard. Hard, Hard Harry. Lucky. Hard you're a bit toey off. <laughs> hard hat. Don't you, hey? hey. You sound a little yeah. spark. Okay. Mm, Nipples okay. and hard on the mind. <laughs> what? I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow. It's Stav, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Guys, I saw a thing in the paper on the weekend about childhood obesity in Queensland. Don't know if you saw this. Mm. Um, about how much of a problem it is. One in four kids in Queensland. One in One four. four. We seem to be talking about it more. Yeah. So you would have thought it went the other way. One in four. One in four kids in Queensland are so obese. And that's so not wh- overweight. That's obese. That's obese. And what's, so that's what's the difference between 
is certainly obese and dangerous to your what? health, I think. But yeah, I well, yeah. It's, yeah, it becomes dangerous, quite dangerous to your health. Mm. Um, but the government's stepping in. The government's like, all right, that's enough. Here's 20 million bucks to go towards funding of early intervention and stuff like that. But this, this, the more full-on thing, and this is going to be confronting if it's something that you do, because often we do get confronted when something rings true to us. 70% of doctors mm. that were asked, 70% of doctors believe that it's the parents who are responsible for the kids being obese. Well, I guess if they can't cook themselves, you wonder where they're getting the food from. Mm. Yeah. Do you, does that, because I know that you take this quite um, seriously because yeah, yeah. you said that you were an overweight child. Yeah, I was in Weight Watchers when I was eight. And if you're saying wow. that you, do you agree with it? Because I find it weird that your parents were doctors. Because I yeah. would have thought oh, that they no, doctors are the worst. Are they? are they? Doctors are the worst. They're like, oh, no, 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 that can't be right. I don't believe you, Michael. Let me go over to Jeff. Jeff always tells me a better thing. They just go and shop around their mates to see who's going to give them a better diagnosis. Mm. Um, But I'd love to know what you think, Brisbane, on 131060. Is it the parent's responsibility when the kid is obese. Do you I, think I'm, it's your parents' fault though? Well, I know, I know certainly that my mum was the one that took the incentive to take, you know, me and us, I guess, to Weight Watchers and she learned how to cook new things. Mm. Um, but you know, then what happened within our family, uh, you know, my, my parents divorced and a lot of, she had four sons trying to bring it up ourselves and you know, things that kind of went out the window a little bit. Mm. Um, but I, I do understand. I, I do remember mum having to figure out how to cook new things for me, but there was also issues with me, Abby. I mean, I had compulsive eating issues yeah. and stuff like that from I, when that, I was a kid. I, I think it would be hard. I, I've, have seen it with some of my nieces Yeah, that yeah. some of them do have different body types. Oh yeah. And it is hard when you've got like say two siblings or two cousins who can eat at the same rate, yeah. but don't burn at the same rate. Yeah, mm. And trying to have that conversation with an eight year old yeah. saying, no, you can't eat that. Or you can't eat as it's much hard. as this one or you're not, or, yeah. or the skinny yeah. one, you're not allowed ice cream because your sister's not. Yes. Because like it is that balance between letting someone it's be hard. a kid, because once you're an adult, you're going to, you're confronted with all of this as well. Yeah. And it's weird you know? at what age though, because I think once they start getting, you know, to, to be able to go to the cupboard by themselves and all that. Yeah. But I guess if, you know, they're, they're starting to see obese kids now that are even like, you know, four. Wow. Then you kind of go, oh, but it's hard. You know, it's hard saying no to kids. That's the problem. Like sometimes yeah. it's just easier. And I had a friend of mine that was like, my kid won't eat anything but McDonald's. Mm. And there was another older lady there and she just went, Oh, really? Does she go through the drive-thru by herself? Oh, wow. And I was like, that's oh, fair enough. Well, that's I the, wanted that's, to that's, leave the conversation. Mm. But it was sort of the point. And I could see she was getting upset, but she's like, but she won't eat anything else. But that's, and it's that's that whole kinda, thing where you just don't want to mm. say no. That's what I'm asking. You know, I mean, if we saw, if you saw a parent, Abby, if you saw that parent piling her kid in the back of the car and not putting a seatbelt on them, mm. I mean, they'd be getting door busted by a current affair in five minutes going, mm. child neglect. But... If they're driving them through the McDonald's drive-thru every day or the Burger King or whatever fast food drive-thru it is mm. or giving them a can of Coke and whatever, something heated up from the freezer section every day, mm. um, is that any different? Like you said, the kid can't reach to operate in the microwave. You're the one putting the food in their mouth. I look mm. at uh, obese children and I go, Must, it's the parents' fault. Yeah. Mm. Flat out. It, it's, uh, who else is going to be? Mm. I think you're, some, there you're, are and, occasionally those people that don't realise, and I find that yeah. mind-boggling. Oh, it, it, like, I'm they, not they saying they're go, doing it on purpose. No, 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 but, but like miseducation, mm. and they've yeah. sort of had it their whole their whole time. Mm. But I don't think there's anyone that kind of goes, oh, we didn't know that soft drinks, no. having yeah, three a day do? wasn't good for them. Mm. When your kid's got, you know, you're, you're a teenager, you've got a teenage kid with type 2 diabetes, and they're mm. looking at getting mm. feet amputated. Well, then, Osh, do you 30. think it is mm. abuse? Um, 
It can, I reckon it can be. I, I don't know. Abuse is a very strong word, but mm. it's most definitely got, got elements of neglect about it. Because mm. if we were smoking around kids and blowing people in there, people it. would lose it and lose go, you're minds. absolutely, like, you, your yeah. health is at risk. But the health implications are, are, are most definitely that. I remember when I'm, uh, for Gigi's birthday, we went out to Wet n Wild and you just have to look around and you go, my goodness me. You know, you look at body types mm. and you think, wow, these, this, this is just a kid. This kid's got, this kid doesn't do the groceries. This kid doesn't, you know, make the meals in the evenings and, and look at this kid, look at this life. This kid's going to have to live. Well, and, uh, it's tough, man. 13, 10, 60, uh, the phones have already started ringing. Um, we yeah, are going to take yeah. your calls when we come back. Uh, do you think it's the parents fault? Mm. Um, we, we will get a lot of those calls, but happy to speak to people who say it's not. You yeah. know, if you want to go against this, um, 13, 10, 60, we'll get you on the air next here at Hit 105. Dav, Abby and Matt with Osha. This is Brisbane, C105. I'm the one, DJ Khalid Bieber and a whole heap teaming up there for that one. Uh, that's the type of stuff you'll hear at our R&B Friday second birthday. Keep listening after 9 o'clock if you want to score yourself tickets to go and check that out. We just opened up the phones on 131060 just uh, about the Queensland government stepping in $20 million bucks to help uh, early intervention programs to stop childhood obesity. One in four Queensland kids are obese, which is a really big deal. And we were just kind of asking who, who's at fault. Is it, is it the parents' fault? Is it, is it child neglect? We're just kind of wondering what, what your thoughts are. Annette and Yara Bilbo, what's going on there? Hi, guys. Um, I think that it's actually uneducated parents mm. and the advertising for kids' snacks. Yeah. That's yeah. a big thing about it because they say that they're a healthy snack. Mm. And like yogurt, I know that I checked out um, Vaela yogurt mm. a couple of weeks ago when I was diagnosed with diabetes mm. uh-huh. and it has 22 grams of sugar yeah. in one small tub. Mm. Yeah. And it's funny you say that the school actually passes that off as a healthy food. Like I've packed they some, do. yeah, and I've some packed food and they're like suggesting. Yeah. I am as a school teacher, I look at what we have in our schools and 90% of it as a healthy option is not actually mm. a healthy option. Mm. And have you got, have you got kids yourself in advertising. <laughs> Do you find it difficult? Have you got kids yourself? Do you find it difficult? (laughs) I have six children and none of them have been overweight Mm. at all, Mm. ever. Um, And... But I'm still guilty of having given them, like, their packaged foods. Anything that's packaged, you can guarantee is not Mm. a healthy Mm. option for your child. Yeah, and it's not just food. I feel like, like, remember we used to be out the backyard, though, exercising? Yeah, And now I'm so fearful of it. And I don't let them just run around the back because you get scared. Mm. And kids' sports gets expensive. Uh, Kylie's on from Chermside, 131060. Uh, Do you think parents are to blame for childhood obesity? Yes, I do. I have um, I have a thirteen year old son who, as, as a young boy, has problems with food. And if I, he's he's not obese now, he's but he's not skinny. He's mm-hmm. probably mid range. Mm-hmm. But if I let him go on food, he would absolutely be obese. Mm. Yeah, right. Because yeah. he does have an issue with food. So yeah. it's education. I've been obese myself, and I've lost probably fifty kilos now. Wow, so I know that I know that it is an issue. And if it's an issue for parents to learn how to eat properly. It would be a massive issue for children to learn how to eat properly. So it is definitely up to the parents to educate the children on how to eat properly. As my son is now nearly 14 years old, we're handing it over to him in a way, making him do yeah. a food diary of what he eats. So yeah. giving him the education to be able to, to sort out for himself what he's, what he's meant to eat and what he shouldn't eat. So when you see an obese parent with an obese child, do you think that it is miseducation? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, right. What about the cost? Absolutely. I mean, let's make no mistake, it is not cheap 
to no. be preparing meals and getting fruit and vegetable and stuff. Like no, for two parents all. who work full time as well, mm. the time and stuff, it, it, it can mm. also be very hard. Preparation, and that's what it comes down to. It does my head in every day, mm. and it costs to feed to feed the three of us on a weekly basis around three hundred dollars. Yeah. So yes, it is expensive, and and the preparation. And sometimes I want to throw my hands in the air and go, no, I don't want to do this anymore, yeah. but I have to do it. Yeah. So it is time and and money, and but it's effort. But it's yeah. also for you know, if I want Jack to grow up and be a strong and healthy man, then this is what I have to do to educate yeah. him on how to do this. Especially though, Maddie, the reason the government's doing this is they've worked out how it Expensive it's going to be mm, when these the people run. grow up in the in the health. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, in the health system. Yeah. Mm. I mean, ultimately, the, the thing with type two diabetes is it can lead to really serious complications, like losing toes, feet, even legs. Mm. Um, yeah. And that's that's a lot of then that's a whole life changed. You know, that's that's building ramps and stuff in and out of your house. That's mm. a lot going on. Joe from Fig Tree Pocket, who do you think is to blame? Um, I think it's a bigger. Um, hi guys, sorry. Hey, hey, hey morning. <laughs> bigger issue than parents. I think it comes down to food industry, government and pharmaceutical industry as well because, you know, you talk about type 2 diabetes, who are the people that are making money out of so many of our population having type 2 diabetes? Mm. It's the people that have to be treated for it. And so I think it's a bigger picture. I think it's a responsibility of the government to actually get out there and not allow these marketing companies to, in the food industry, to sell unhealthy products as healthy. Right. Yeah, and I, that, think that, it's, um, I think there should be guidelines. Mm, yeah. And yeah. There, is, there is a good point. Pharmaceutical companies don't actually want us to be healthy. No. They want us to keep no. buying their pills. That's true. There's yeah. no money in the cure. Mm. No. It's like Superman doesn't want to stop crime. He just wants to fight it. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Claire uh, is joining us. Setting 1060, uh, is it child neglect letting your child become obese? Yeah, look, we, we've actually just given birth, like, a couple of weeks ago. Congratulations. Congratulations. And, yeah. Thanks. And, look, you know, like, each each day now, you know, going to the hospital and stuff like that, it's it's a decision that, that we make as well as to what we're feeding ourselves because then, you know, she's going to grow up mm. thinking, okay, cool, that's normal, mm. when it's, you know, like, I think we are the complete advocate for her and, yeah, they, they can't decide what they eat. They're not the ones paying for it. Yeah. Yeah, you know, exactly. so yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I do I do think parents need to actually, you know, think, well, hold on, I'm actually the one that is putting this in my child's mouth because yeah. they can't do it any other way. Yeah. It's kinda of, it's kinda of interesting. We go we go so far to make sure that our kids are safe. We go out of our way to make sure they're protected online, that they wear seatbelts, that they don't talk to strangers, that, that we pick them up so they don't talk to anyone weird. But mm. yet when they go home, feeding them something that might endanger their health mm. and not even thinking about it. Let's wrap it up with Gemma and Ipswich. Um, tell us your story, Gemma. Um, well, I have my husband and I. We we uh, um, we were both obese children and um, adolescents, and um, so we have two children. And my six-year-old daughter, um, we monitor everything she eats. We're kind of the Nazi parents. Um, we eat a predominantly plant-based diet um, with a little bit of meat and some dairy. Um, and she's thirty-two kilos, and she's six years old. Um, we watch everything that goes into her mouth. We should keep her quite active. Mm. So it's not necessarily all to blame with the parents. Mm. It's sometimes it's, um, I guess, your genetics, I guess. Um, we, we try the best we can. Yeah. Um, but for some reason, yeah, she just seems to 
You would have, have to a say, little though, bit of weight. Gemma, and if the statistic is one in, in four children are obese, then it's not always it's the not genetics. It's not always like this. Yeah, is, there yeah. might be there might be something else going on, Gem, mm. as well. Well, we, yeah. we yeah, no, look, we've had a diagnosed. Yeah. We, oh, no, she has um, dyspraxia, which is developmental coordination right, disorder, okay. which is quite rare in yeah. children. Um, yeah. I think only 7% of children get diagnosed. Yeah. Yeah. So she, has a, she doesn't like to exercise. Yeah, we right, have so it's a bit hard. Her. But, Gem, do you um, feel that people judge you then? Is that why you find... Oh, absolutely. Yeah, okay. The yeah. looks that we get. Um, yeah. How did I have my six-year-old daughter that size? Yeah. I mean, I'm mean, 36. She, she is quite stumpy. Mm. Um, she is short. Um, and she, But I know, she's a healthy kid. She yeah. is really healthy. She, I know, fruit for breakfast. We have a fruit smoothie made on um, coconut water. Um, yeah, you are trying your hardest, Jim. It's Steph, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. All right, so need your opinion on this, guys, uh, and 131060 if you want to join the conversation. I uh, take my uh, Rory, my daughter, to uh, the kids. <laughs> take my, my Rory. Uh, uh, my Rory uh, thing. My offering. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, to uh, kindy, and it's a community kindy, and so everyone chips in. Like, for instance, on Sunday, I um, emceed the fair. Uh-huh. All day. You've changed, man. I know. I didn't you used have a to choice. hate doing community stuff, and yeah. now you're going to a community kindy. I didn't have a choice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you get into all charity work, isn't it? Forced into it. and um, But everyone sort of helps out. Some That's people nice. provide uh, some, some books and stuff for the libraries and all that uh-huh. sort of thing. It's all mm. a very big community. It's lovely. Uh, and for ours, apart from me hosting the Barton Kindy, we also do the laundry. Every Friday when I go to pick her up, um, they give us a, a basket full of all the laundry that you they do need to do. Every Friday? Mm. Wow. What, what laundry? What, like the bath mats and towels and yeah, stuff? Yeah, towels like that? and little, um, uh, the cloths that they use to wash their oh. hands and faces and things. Oh, and, okay. Yeah. So that's just your family's job. What does it go yes. between no, parents? No, so that's, okay. Yeah, oh. we do it every Friday. Uh, and this Friday, I went along to get her, and um, the lady was there to hand me the, the laundry. And she said to me, here's the laundry staff. And then she went, oh, wait a second. Your wife is away. She's doing stand-up on the cruise ships this weekend, isn't she? Yeah. And I said, yeah, she is. And she said to me, would you like us to keep the laundry this weekend then? And I'm, I said... I'm waiting to hear a problem here. Maddie would have said yeah. Probably, oh, yeah, you know what? That's probably... Yeah, but you best. don't do the laundry. He does. I can do laundry. Yeah, but Maddie would never do it at home. I can do it. He just doesn't <laughs> want to do it. But the insinuation was that I would have no ability even. It wasn't like a letting me off. It was like, oh, he's not going to know how to work the <laughs> so washing your, machine. So your inner, your inner, like, this is not fair, went, I will wash it I'm and wash you it. will give me more now. Yes. Is that what you, yeah, those good Those whites will be whiter and those yeah. colours will be brighter That's than you right. have ever seen them. These curtains need done. Let's rip these bad boys off the wall. Did now, you, did you take it? So he gets offended yeah. by this because remember your wedding mm. when people didn't think that you would organise a wedding because yeah. you were the groom and he took this very... Very seriously. We went to the wedding decorators and oh. they're like, oh, how did you get him down here? I was like, him down here? I can't wait to do this. <laughs> and they go, what we're going to have is purple balloons with purple streamers and silver balloons with silver streamers. I said, no, what you'll do is, sister, you'll have purple balloons with silver streamers and the silver balloons will have the purple <laughs> hey, streamers. Uh, Boom, what so do you think about that? Buddy, Sav, mm. come on. It's I mean, reverse sexism. Buddy, yeah. I didn't go to um, her, hey, is your husband away for the weekend? Need me to take your bins out? You got, you, bud. Yeah. You got played. Why? Well, she said, made you feel, belittled you, mm. making you think that she, you wouldn't be able to do it. Mm. So you took it. Yeah. 
And I will say, sidebar, the missus left on Saturday. She managed to squeeze it in before she left. <laughs> <laughs> besides what? the point. That's besides the point. That's besides the point. And second sidebar, on the Sunday, my friend um, Scully, who lives across the road, came over to watch a show. We taped her while I was at the kindy fair. So and wh- she felt bad, so she brought it in. But that's besides the point. <laughs> so you got annoyed and you still didn't do it. I still didn't do it. Oh, but, but it's principle, honey. It is principle. But I could have done it and yeah. I would have done it if the ladies in my life didn't do it for me. I could have. But sure. you're saying this is reverse sexism. You're saying yes. that because you're a man, it was assumed that, oh, no, no, you mm-hmm. won't know how to use the washing. Imagine in fact, you'll have no yes. interest in doing so. Yes. See, Imagine my husband and I share it, so we both do washing. Mm-hmm. He's probably better at it than I am because mm-hmm. he gets annoyed because I don't hang it right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. so he probably does it better, mm-hmm. and we'll share, like, the duties, like, the bin out, mm-hmm. but I don't know how to put the barbecue on. I get that a bit, like, right. when I would go and uh, go to, you know, Gigi's dance concerts and stuff mm-hmm. like that, people would be like, oh, guess you got dragged into this, watching her dance. Like, no, no, I'm do you the want... parent. This is what I want to do. Exactly. Do you not want to know why people say that? Why? Because there's people like Manny. <laughs> <laughs> and that is exactly why they do it. Because yeah. Manny's like, oh, I've got to get dragged along. I don't want to do the washing. Yeah. So that's why people say it. So we, Guys ma- like him. I, I, and it's not like, that's just how our family is set up. Mm. Like I do all the outside stuff. Esther does all the inside stuff. I help out with kids and things like that. But she just does it better. You guys have a real, like... I guess we, a set we're, way. Yeah. In your... We just have our roles in our house. Yeah. Our, our relationship, I would say, is pretty old school. Mm. But yeah. it works for us. It works for you. Yeah. Each people are different. Uh, 13, 10, 60. Let's ask, though, have you had, like, poor Stav here? Thank you. <laughs> He's a victim. <laughs> Haven't I suffered enough? Of reverse sexism. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's kind of like, I guess it's just sexes. Hmm. Is it? Like, my example. Harmless sexism, I'm going to say. I, this is, is what happens to me. Kind? Every time I go out for lunch, I always go to the pub, and I love a steak, mm. and I get steak and chips. And every time I'm with a guy, they'll always put it in front of them and put, give the salad to me. That's, I'm like, you no, know no, no, that's swap exactly around. the same. Exactly the same thing when I eat with Audrey because yeah. Audrey doesn't she's mind Fijian. a beer and she yeah. loves she's Fijian, loves yeah. a steak. Mm. Um, I'm vegetarian uh, and I don't drink any, at all. Yeah. And people always put the beer and the steak <laughs> yes, in front of me. I'm like, <laughs> no, 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 that's for her. I don't know Courtney. how you put up with it. You're in Brown's Plains. Has this happened to you? Sure has. What's happened, sure Courts? I um I drive a massive Ute and they always say, uh, is that your boyfriend's car? Why are you driving your boyfriend's car? Yeah, right. Yeah. I want a Ute. What does your boyfriend drive? Well, a shitty little crawler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I've got the massive ute. I love the lifestyle, the forward driving and stuff. And they, um, yeah, they see me out on the in the stand driving mm. a bribe in. It's always a girl driving. They always have a laugh. Yeah. Oh, Courtney, man. you're my sister from another mister. I feel your pain. <laughs> uh, Dimitri <laughs> is on from Zilmia. What's happened to you? Um, well, I'm in a same-sex relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I obviously do a lot of things around the house. I normally have a little kid, you know, mow my lawn, but this time around I was like, you know what, no, I might mow the lawn. Um, so I get the lawnmower out, and all the neighbours are in absolute shock that I knew how to mow the lawn oh. because they thought that I was uh, yeah. the housewife that cleaned. So wow. I was just like, oh. and it gets even better, yeah. he wanted to start the lawnmower for me. Because wow. he oh. no, no way. No way. Dimitri, you're my brother from another mother and I feel your pain, buddy. I will come over and cut your grass any time and I'm not talking about your lawn if you know what I mean. <laughs> I love it. You your neighbour tried to man. Partner? Your neighbour tried to mansplain lawnmowers to a man. That's yeah. Dimitri, oh, though, was there a tiny part of you that went, "I should just play up to this. I might get my lawn mowed." <laughs> well, his grandson normally mows it for me, so mm. I was just like, "You know what? It's all good." Like, thank see, you. I'm, I'm see, Manny doesn't have an issue with any of this. He'd go, "You want to mow my lawn? Go for it." You all want I'm hearing is yeah. free help. <laughs> 
What? <laughs> what is wrong with you people? Yeah, you know what? You're right. Never. What? Which one is the washing machine? Is that the know. one that oh, you heat the stop rice up, it, in? Maddie? Maddie, you know, good. maybe we have I don't know dignity. Uh, we yeah. like to, you know. What's that? It's dignity, Luann. <laughs> dignity. We got Michelle from Marumba Downs. Michelle, uh, have you suffered this? I have. Like, my husband's away a lot, and, like, all the cars are all in my name because I generally have to be the one buying the car because he's never home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're like, oh, so do you think you need to get your husband to make the decisions? Or, you know, you walk in there and it's like, so where's your husband? It's like, well, no, I need to buy a new car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it literally, I we had to buy, recently had to buy two new cars. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't even, they wouldn't even let me because I have a power of attorney. And they were like, no, we need your husband's permission for you to buy a car. Oh, wow. Unbelievable. That's really Michelle. weird, though. Do you feel her pain? Michelle, we're all sisters. We just live in different houses. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's exactly. It is ridiculous. Do you know they say 80%? I think it's even more. Maybe I made that up. But um, of decisions <laughs> in a household are made by a female. Yeah, they are. They mm. look after the money, usually. Mm. In your okay. case, you shouldn't, but. <laughs> That's generally the way it goes. Uh, <laughs> what, does that, what does that put you, Maddie, king of the budget? Oh, look, don't, don't get me wrong. My wife's very clever. She lets me think I'm making the oh, decision. Yeah, so does. I walk around oh. all puffed out, but I'm just Pinocchio on strings. <laughs> puppety, puppety, puppet. <laughs> I know the real truth. Oh, Glenny knows it. Stab Abby and Matt with Osha. Wake up with Stab Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Oh, yeah, Wednesday, next week, Channel 9, uh, it is on State of Origin. Yeah, didn't you realise it's next, next week? Yeah. No, I didn't. That's come around. The greatest game on earth, State of Origin, and the king of it, Wally Lewis, joins us this morning. Uh, good morning, buddy. Yeah, good morning, guys. It's starting to get a little bit close to kickoff. We're starting to get excited. Yeah, aren't we? Yeah. Aren't we? Abby's just realised. when you talk yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, mate, <laughs> obviously we need to talk about the thing that everyone is um, asking questions around. Billy Slater, not in the side. Darius Boyd stayed in, um, which I don't have a problem with. Mm. What, because he has been out for injury, hasn't of he? Of course. Yeah. Mm. What, what are your thoughts on it, King? Well, if there's any doubt over uh, Billy's uh, fitness, obviously um, the uh, the selectors would probably make that uh, that decision. But he looks like um, since he's returned to the field that he's in uh, um, great form at the moment. Certainly, his performances for Melbourne have been fantastic. And I probably thought that uh, that we were going to see Billy selected at, at mm. fullback and, and Darius on the wing. But um, maybe they've got uh, some sort of uh, um, preference, uh, or they they want to stick to the team um, that have uh, uh, that have performed so well and uh, and Boyd. Particularly, I think that the big benefit for uh, uh, for the Maroons in this position, and certainly Darius Boyd, has been uh, his ability to work uh, pretty closely with Corey Oates and also Dane Gagai. Uh, he's at Newcastle now, but he was at uh, at the Broncos for a couple of years. So uh, Boyd certainly would have a, a pretty uh, a pretty close working relationship with both Oates and Gagai. Uh, King, yesterday uh, Kevin Walters pretty much cried when he was talking about Billy not being on the <laughs> on the team. No, but I just wanted yeah. to ask, like, is that indicative of how passionately everyone involved with Origin feels about these games? 
Yeah, there's a fair bit of emotion tied with uh, with every game. Um, players are desperate to play um, every single match that they can at, uh, at State of Origin. And, and Kebby probably thought that his head was uh, was on the chopping block uh, a little bit because mm. he, he went out and he declared um, that it, uh, the decision had been made. It was a tough one, but they decided to uh, to, to stick with it and, uh, and and take everything that came their way. Did, uh, um, do you know if he, Billy gave him a spray? Because I imagine that been an he, he would have been pretty upset. Call, yeah. Yeah, well, I I, I, li- I listen with interest when uh, Gene Miles, um, who's in charge of the selectors, of course, uh, he said that uh, he wasn't happy, um, and uh, and I don't expect that, that Billy would have been. Um, he's played pretty well uh, since making uh, a, a long, hard effort to uh, to get back onto the paddock, um, and probably uh, have vented his feelings to uh, to Gino and the selection team. But uh, they've made the call now, so they've got to stand by that. And mm-hmm. they sound that they're uh, they're pretty confident that uh, that Darius is going to be able to perform quite well on the number one jersey. Their other big question, Thurston. He's number. He's the 18th man, so they could keep Milford in the side. Do you think he'll actually play, or is there just too much hope there? Look, he'll. Uh, if you're named in the in the squad as, as 18th man, certainly um, you're going to have to undergo a fitness test. And I think if Jonathan Thurston proves that he is uh, he, he is fully fit. Well, you'd, uh, you'd be, you know, it'd be quite a sensible decision to, uh, to select him in the side. Um, surely that is the case. If Milford's been named at 5'8", um, I, I guess, um, you know, you've got to question exactly why JT's been named as, uh, as 18th man. So only the selectors will know the answer to that. But um, I think that there must be some sort of doubt over uh, Thurston's uh, chances of being past fit. Mm. Um, um, if you go into a state of origin game, you cannot afford to carry any players uh, into that. That's true. Um, you've got to have 17 fully fit players that are, pre- are prepared to give 100% effort for the uh, for the game. So I think there may have been some sort of indication from, from JT that, uh, that he is struggling a little bit. Um, if he proves himself fit, though, it's going to be an interesting decision for the selectors and the coach to make. Yeah, and then all that aside, I guess, because uh, it all comes down to game night, and statistically, as we all know, the first game is the all-important one. What do you rate the Queensland side's chance of walking away with it? Um, definite, uh, definitely, they uh, um, a strong chance of being able to, to gain selection. Playing at Suncorp is, uh, is a massive advantage mm-hmm. in this one. This is the best New South Wales team that they've uh, they've picked for a long, long time. They've shown be. a little bit of yeah, yeah. They, well, it has to be to beat yeah. Queensland, but mm-hmm. uh, they've shown a little bit of common sense in the decision of this one. So it's it's going to be uh, quite quite an interesting one. But playing at Suncorp Stadium, um, you feel ten foot tall and bulletproof when you go out there. That's true. Alrighty, well, Wally, we're going to lock you in for next Thursday because we'll probably probably be hungover, so if you could answer the phone when we need you to pick up the slack for us, that'd be really handy, buddy. That'd be great. Yeah, just one response. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Wally Lewis. Keep listening to us and register at hit105.com.au. We have tickets to go and check out Origin at Suncorp next week. It's Stav, Abby and Matt with Osher. Hit 105. Oh, day. It's Trady Chat Tuesday. Yeah, Tradie Chat Tuesday, because they are the people that are up um, early in the morning driving to work. A shout-out to all the tradies. I do love them. Um, that's why I married one, Scotty to Hottie. Uh, morning, babe. Morning, how are you? We're Stabby. He normally introduces me. Oh, Not sorry, mate. Wrong sorry. With you, okay, honey, no, you know. that's fine. Uh, so now we're handing control over to the radio station for the man we love most, the tradie that all the ladies want to lay with. Uh, Scotty Too Hotty, good morning. That's the way, brother. How are you? I'm good, buddy. Oh, sorry. Well, I'm, I'm a little bit like, look, you had this idea last week. That Still you... dry my eyes, mate, from uh, Friday night and just slowly getting there. Yeah, no, we had a good time, didn't we, buddy? Yeah. 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 About... Your wife was talking. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> See, people think I talk all over him. I don't. I'm under the thumb here. Uh, hey, uh, uh, darling. Yeah, um, sorry, go. You had this idea that you wanted to come up with a tradie, a tradie calendar, tradie chat Tuesday calendar, which is great. Do you feel like you um, should probably stop asking girls to go in the calendar? Because I did hear you on Friday night trying to uh, audition people. Yeah, well, you know, we need a couple of girls maybe in there. We can't just have blokes. But they weren't tradies, hun. Yeah. A cabaret yeah, dancing we can just, yeah. is a yeah. trade. Yeah. He's like, no, we'll just put you with a tool belt. And I'm like, oh, my God. Anyone can be an apprentice, Abby. <laughs> Anyone. So, I mean... Scotty, are you, do you mean yeah. this is like the fireman calendar? Like mm. people kind of kind of gritty and sweaty holding tools? Yeah, that's, ex- that's exactly I think that's where you, you hit the nail right in the head there, mate. So, See what you did there, Scotty. Let's, no, um, let's yeah. re- you know, this, this idea came to fruition la- this time last week uh, and we did open up the phones and got a lot of blokes calling through. Let's just relive that moment of, of the people who we've already locked in, Scotty. Cuts and tradies lined up that want to apply to be a, a mister. calendar, A yeah. mister month. Mate, I'm a plumber mm-hmm. and I want April. You sound yep. hot. You're in, Nathan. Oh. That's, oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Too quick. got a nice deep voice there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Dave in Hendra. I'm after uh, August. Mr. Carpenter. August and you're a chippy. Scotty, what do you think of Dave's deep, deep voice? Yeah, no, he's sounding all right too. You won't be disappointed, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, get, keep, get him on. Yay! Daniel at Ipswich. I'm a concreter by trade and uh, I'd like that January. Concreters are normally pretty fit, so it'll be all right. Yeah, I'm a Tyler and I'd like February. February. You want Feb? Is everyone putting on these deep voices or is that? Hey, look, I'm a chef. You're a you're chef. chef. Yeah. Is that one of the uh, overlooked trades. Mm. That's true. Mm. Thoughts, Scotty? I'll have a think about it. Oh. Oh. So that's where we got to. Did you, after your thoughts, are you going to accept the chef? Uh, probably not. Okay, sorry, good mate. Time. He's probably listening. I'm sorry if I cut you down there, mate. That's fine. That's fine. Just we don't go to his know. restaurant. Yeah, we won't eat at his place. You can't, okay, I suppose he can't. Yeah, well, look, chefs are apprentices, so. Yeah. No, no. You're really just going around in circles here, Scotty. So who do you want for today? You know I go around in circles, yes, honey, all the time. Mm. Um, I'm thinking, like, uh, maybe uh, good-looking apprentices. I've got a young fella here that gives me a bit of a hand and, Mm. He's always got his top off. Styles, he doesn't wear clothes. Styles, was a, no, he's pretty ripped. He's very ripped, fella. isn't he? There was he? A, gu- a gasp there from your wife. Yeah, if you yeah like because I always rock up. He's not wearing clothes. And, and Scotty always goes to me and goes, i got a hot rig like him, don't I, babe? And it's like, no, no you don't. No, no, no. So are you looking for had. particularly fellas? Like there's, there's going to be a calendar from January to December, just all dudes, Scotty? No, no. Well, that's, you know, I'm, I'm hoping there might be a couple of lovely females out there because I know there's female tradies that want to ring up and, mm. you know, book a spot on the most important calendar of the year. Like, this will overtake the fireman calendar for sure. Mm. Well, it's going to be different. So if you want to be part yeah. of that. Mm. Well, you can do, like, financial <laughs> calendar. Do you know what I mean? So that'll be July, different. Yeah. Mm. Could, not, that you, not that you couldn't compete with the fireman's calendar, <laughs> but I just thought. <laughs> no, let's let's well, be honest. we could do that, the financial year, then that way it's, uh, it is kind of like for the tradie. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know. Well, it fits That's with the tradies. Idea, Abby. You come up with some good ideas at times, don't you? <laughs> fits with tradies because they're all about the cashies, you know, this time mm. of year. So they're, they're, you work on the financial year, don't you? Like, ah, nah. It's gone too far. It's only cash for the next six weeks. Sorry, yeah, yeah. sorry guys. Pretty much. Uh, all right. So 131060, this is what we'll do. Uh, I reckon we go Dobbin, your dob apprentice. Dobbin, your apprentice? Apprentices yeah. don't call. Okay. So builders, if you've got a, a, or whatever trade, mm. if you've got a apprentice that works there and you want to get little Johnny the the apprentice into the calendar, mm-hmm. 131060.
Yeah, well, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll say that I'll dob in me mate um, Styles. Styles here. All right. So, First get him lifting right? up something while we get a shot of his mug. Mm-hmm. <laughs> his <rig> off. Yeah, <laughs> cool. All right, Safety Scotty. First. As long uh, as it's something long and hard, like uh, a 4 yes. two or something. That's mm. right. Uh, the uh, most anticipated calendar of the next financial year <laughs> is coming. Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. It's Tradie Chat Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. No, I'll do it. He okay, didn't like I know, it. I know, sorry. Yes, it's that time of the week where we hand control of the radio station over to our favourite tradie, the one, the only, Scotty Too Hottie. And right now we're trying to sort out his Tradie Chat Tuesday calendar, which is going to be an end of financial year, July to July calendar. Scotty, are you there to vet these potential suitors for your calendar, buddy? Yes, I am. I'm right back here, Steph. Right at... You got me loud and clear? Yeah, we yeah. got you, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm thinking because this is an end of financial year, maybe we could get uh, MYOB or someone like that on board to sponsor uh, us. Good one. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking, thinking with, thinking with uh, you know, the, the fiscal mind. Brain. Yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> what are you thinking? All Gary, right, so. uh, you're in Ipswich. <laughs> now we are asking for people to dob in their apprentices because we don't have any apprentices yet. You've got one. Yeah. I've got a sister. Yeah. Uh, and she's an apprentice painter. Oh, perfect! Okay. Can yeah. I ask an uncomfortable question, Gary? Is your sister hot? Oh, I'm sure she thinks she is. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's no, well, the, the question is, what do your mates think? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm sure my mates do. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. That's yeah. awesome. Okay. I'm Write that holding, down. Holding a roller, holding yep. a spray gun. Mm-hmm. Okay. How are we feeling about that, Scotty? Yeah, no, nah, well, I'm good. I'm, I'm good hearing that. That uh, sounds fantastic. Right. Scotty has been wanting girls in the calendar. Well, that's, you're not going to be there for the photo shoot. We well, all right, it's your calendar, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Got... I don't know. Well, you know, I suppose not many blokes going to buy it. So that's why I was thinking, you know, you might need a couple of girls in there so guys might buy it. <clears> oh, <throat> oh, oh, I like strategic. That. Market okay. share is what yeah. he's going for here. What if we printed one calendar but with 24 pages? So if you hang it one day, one way, it's all <laughs> blokes. Not a bad idea. And if yeah. you pl- hang it the other way, it's all ladies. Not a bad idea. Extra if, ink, but we can, yeah, we can yeah. look into the budgets. <laughs> Isabella in Redland Bay, are you dobbing in an apprentice? Who you got for us, Isabella? Yes, I've got my grandson. Mm. Um, he's an apprentice. He's just started his apprenticeship. He's 20. Mm-hmm. Yes. Good-looking young boy. Oh. Name's Jordan. Okay. Oh, uh-huh. Is he single? And um, I hear every time he comes home how he lifts uh, window frames right. oh, on yeah. two-storey oh. houses. So he must have plenty of muscle there, oh, too. Hello. That must be a pain. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, he's a pain sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Is he, uh, Isabella, is he, is he inked up? Has he got the tradie tattoos? Uh, he has got one tattoo on his arm, but that's in memory of his dad. Oh, lovely. Oh, that's lovely. gorgeous. Right. Is it Isabella, yeah. um, it's, I mean, it's sweet that you have suggested him, but how does he feel about Grandma saying set, that he's hot? Setting him up for things, you know? You don't oh, sell look, him into women yeah. usually, do you? I see him glancing sideways in the mirror most days. <laughs> yes. He's, he's flexing his pecs in mm-hmm. the mirror, and yeah, I'm right. going, yeah, good on you, boy. Okay. <laughs> That's why he always goes, goes to put in the, the windows. Yeah. Gets an extra look. Yeah. All righty, now, here's something you're going to be interested in, Scotty. You ready for this one? Yeah, yeah. What have we got, Matty? We have, is this for real? We have Kiki and Coco. Morning. Morning. Hey, ladies. <laughs> is, oh, sorry, are these your real names? Yes. Oh, my God. And are you sisters? 
Yes. Right. Well, they're not, we as, they're not a, like a dual act. Mm. Are, they, you, are you twins? No, no, no. She's three years older than me. Okay. Oh but you work together. <laughs> what, what trade are you in, ladies? Uh, we are siliconers, so we waterproof homes and bathrooms as <laughs> well as fire aiding commercial properties. Maddie, come Don't. on. He's oh, laughing at silicon. Girls named Kiki and Coco. <laughs> Who is silicon? Go. It's harder than it looks. Yeah, it no, is. It is. No, it's very skilled. Um, We've had some uh, waterproofing and silicon down at our house, ladies. You better oh. leave your number. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <what's happening? laughs> I was looking for new business. Scotty, can I be there on that day? <laughs> yeah, you can just rock up. Now, that, Kiki, yeah. and, Kiki and Coco, um, <laughs> yeah. as, a, as a waterproofing double act, um, do you find that, do you find you know various trades, tradesmen lingering around while you're spraying the silicon around the place? Uh yeah, yeah, a little bit here and there. They're not really subtle about it either. They yeah. kind of come up and they're like, oh, two girls on site. How are we going to get any work done today? Mm-hmm. You're like, oh. <laughs> um, what month do you guys want? What month? Mm. Oh, can we have September? Scotty? Yeah, you can have September. I don't think anyone's asked yes. that one yet, so there should be no dramas there. Just say yes to anything. Like... I think even if there was, they just got bumped. Yeah. Uh, all right, Kiki and Coco, you're in. We Yay. are well on our way for our tradie calendar. Uh, we'll continue to follow this uh, and build it. Good luck, Scotty. This could be this could be big money for you, brother. I need to be hitting the gym, Matty, and uh, working off all these pies that I eat during the day. <laughs> I'm not going to be the worst performed player out there. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. It's Stav, Abby and Matt with Osher. Hit 105. There's so many things I'm grateful for today, team. I'm I'm grateful for all of you. I'm grateful for Wally Lewis using pretty much every sporting cliche known to man. What a legend. In the course of a three-minute interview. Best man on the paddock, 100%. It's brilliant. But there's some things I'm just not thankful for. And that's why I need this. Hey, cold virus. I was doing so well. I really was. But we have a kid who goes to school and takes public transport there and back, so she's exposed to every kind of contagion on most days. Now, this is awful when I see this little girl get ill and no longer able to frolic around the house in her natural way. But now I'm sick. Hmm. So thanks, but no thanks. And man flu's worse. Way, way worse. Hmm. Way worse. I yeah. want all the remotes. Bring me all of the remotes. It's all of not them. your fault. You're not as strong. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Abby. Hey, Abby. I just don't like to admit when I've done something wrong. I like to pretend, oh, no, I meant to do that. Like when I was waiting for the lift and I wanted to go up to level 14, everyone was waiting with me. And the doors opened and I got in, only to realise that it was going down. I should have stepped out, but I didn't. So instead, I just went for a tour of all the basements, came back up, and the people were still there. Oh. <laughs> Meant to do that. Wanted to do a tour. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> but no, thanks. Hey, Aldi. You and I have a pretty strong relationship. Yeah. I love that I can buy groceries there. I can buy a chainsaw. I can buy a glue gun. I can so buy a flat screen TV if I want. Maybe alcohol coming soon as well to Queensland. This is where it leads me. What? Did you? Awesome. <laughs> the issue I have is I've moved here from Melbourne last year where you can buy alcohol in Aldi. Already. And I thought, you know what? That's right. You can buy Aldi alcohol online and get it delivered in Queensland. Mm. Oh. Responsibly buy some sweet, delicious beer at a very, very low price. That was until last night I realised they shut down the online store 
so that they could expand their grocery business. Not only is this bad news, I missed out on the clearing out of the online sale. Back to the expensive stuff. Thanks, but no thanks. Hey there, little tiny piece of nail just hanging out from my finger that seems to get caught on everything. It seems like such a simple task to just pinch you in between my two fingers and pull you off and get rid of you. When you decide, no, I'm hanging in for grim death and split all the way down to the quick of the finger, gush and blood, Gushing like I'm gonna need six or seven stitches. I'm getting a bit faint. I think I might pass out. <laughs> Why don't you just nibble it off? Why well, I, I nibble and then I tear. Oh, you oh, should never tear. You gotta no. nibble, 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 nibble. Too late. He's like the cutest <laughs> thing I've ever seen over there. He's got a blood fountain coming out of his finger. <laughs> thanks, but no thanks. Wake up with Stab Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105.